This is a test. This station is conducting a test of the emergency best of program. The management of this station in voluntary cooperation with federal, provincial, and local authorities, have developed this system to keep you entertained and informed in the event of a lack of live quality programming emergency, usually brought on by budgetary restrictions. In the event of a real emergency, the following best of show would actually contain compelling conversation and jokes that would make you laugh and other such material that you would want to share with friends and co-workers around the water cooler. However, the following is only a test. Hi babies. Welcome back to the best of J-Sharp in the morning on Extra 90.5. I'm the host of the show, Jay Sharp. Little known fact, my real name isn't actually Jay Sharp. It only appears that way because of CGI enhancement. Mike Melnick will be joining me later, and that's not his real name either. No, Mike's real name is Saeed Akbar Sulub Ganji Nahisma Feta Lumi Petalon. But he'll answer to the chairman or Peterborough radio broadcast legend Mike Melnick. Megan Murphy will be with us as well. Her real name is Dave. And we'll begin with my mom. And yes, babies, that is her real name. Let's check in with my mom and her home in Bracebridge, Ontario. Jay's mom. Jay's mom. Jay's mom. Hello. What's going on? Well, I was just actually uh, getting ready. You're lucky that you did catch me because um, I told you I'm doing the census. I'm an enumerator. Yeah, what's that mean? And so I've been out delivering census forms, and here in Muskoka, there's a lot of cottage property. So I started yesterday and delivered some, and then have to get back out. I have a week to get all my assigned area done. So Yeah, we got our census in the mail yesterday. Actually, my own, our own personal one I got in the mail as well to do online. But if it's a rural community um, and it can't be delivered in the mail, like right to the mailbox, then they have to be hand-delivered. Oh, okay. So you've been doing that. You've been, you've been doing it at various cottages, like uh, Kurt yes, Russell's cottage, actually, um, Martin Short's cottage, Kurt Russell, Goldie Hawn. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I had to swear an oath of confidentiality, and it actually is for a lifetime. Oh. So you will never know. Oh. Where I'm going, who I've seen, what I've been doing. Not even on your deathbed, you wouldn't just say, I once delivered to Goldie, huh? (laughs) When you put it that way. That'd be a good little revelation at the end. You could then write my memoirs. Yeah. Twofold. You've always wanted to write a book. Yeah. And there you go. You got some little tidbits. That'll be a good two-page book. Yeah. Well, page and a half. Yeah, let's not. I don't have that many places to go to. So, is it? Uh, are you doing all the delivery by walking? No, it, it's uh, there's some areas you can walk, but my area is actually quite a ways from here, so I have to drive to it, and then um, the places, some of them just aren't that close together. 
Right. Black flies are out, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, learned that yesterday. So what do you think of the census being back, aside from the fact that it's given you a chance to just leech off the taxpayer and have a new job? Do you like the census back? Actually, I do. I've, I've uh, kind of been able to look at it in a new light and see how the information that's provided, how valuable it is as far as helping determine certain areas, what their needs are, schools, hospitals, funding, did it used to be something people grumbled about? Because a lot of people are cheering the return of it like it's a surprise or something. Well, even in my visits yesterday, I really only had one grumpy person that as soon as I started to say who I was, wasn't too pleased with me. But <gasps> Was it Goldie Hawn? Uh, I took an oath. Oh. Um, just remind you that. But um, I don't know. I think most people seem pretty good with it. What kind of things did they want to know about you? I don't think I've ever done it before. Did you not do yours yet? No, I haven't done it yet. They just ask how many people are in your house and how old you are, and there's a short form and a long form. Luckily, I think for, well, I did mine last night. It didn't take long at all, so I'm assuming we got the short form. Okay. But your ages and that sort of thing, and and, um, I don't think they ask income or anything like that, but... Well, this has been a really informative, census-driven chat from my mom, a government employee, delivering census forms to uh, the rich, the famous, perhaps. We don't know. She's keeping her mouth shut about that. Keep my mouth shut. But uh, hanging with the common man's hero and doing government work. And just remember, we all need to come to our census. (laughs) Get it? We're shooting the breeze on the breeze with the Murph, if you please. How come you can get by with just going, I don't stink, mister, so throw that deodorant in the trash can. I don't need it. I don't know. I'm actually weird. I don't usually use anything. Is that gross? No, no, it's it not is- gross. It's you're a very lucky person. How did you do that? What's going on? When did you discover know. that? I discovered that, like, like I use, and this is bad because women's deodorant, they don't usually make deodorant for women. They only make antiperspirants for women because we're apparently not supposed to sweat. Mm-hmm. So that creeps me out a lot. Like I used to use men's deodorant and you buy the most like generic smelling men's deodorant. Um, but once in a while, if you're wearing something where you think the pit stains will be like so super noticeable, I'll wear a lady antiperspirant. But then I started realizing because I'm actually cold most of the time, that I don't really sweat that much. And if I do sweat, it's no stinky. It's no stinky sweat. (laughs) (laughs) Is that weird? Yeah, it is kind of weird. That's your lucky person. My wife's always trying to get, is always showing me when we go to the drugstore how hard it is to find deodorant for women that's not antiperspirant. And it's incredibly difficult. It is. You have to go to a health food store. Yeah, or you go to a regular drugstore and it's way down at the bottom in the far corner buried behind antiperspirant. Yeah, and it smells like you're an old lady at a rose tea party. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> oh, yeah, like you get a headache off your own pits. But I always understood that antiperspirant wasn't good for you. Like it's No, it's not good for you. It's not You're not supposed to stop yourself from perspiring. Then why are the ladies doing that to themselves? Because I don't know, because it's, it's also not hot to be wet. It isn't. (laughs) As you can probably imagine, babies, old Jay begs to differ with Megan P. on that score. (laughs) And it's probably a great time to remind you that today is World Naked Gardening Day. 
That's right, babies. Today is the best day to trim your bush. Mike's World! Talking about Mike's World! It's a crazy cuckoo world! It's time for another installment of Mike's World. We'll check in with Mike Melnick, the man behind Impact Communications in Peterborough, known to some as Mr. Community, because he's always the first man you see as you come into town, standing by the Peterborough sign, waving at the folks entering the city. How are you, Mike Melnick, and how are you doing in Mike's world? Thank you, Jay, and if I'm not at city limits, I'm at the hospital welcoming new children to the world or at funeral homes saying goodbye. And I also go to weddings. I call it the Hatch Match Dispatch Plan. This is the best of Jay Sharp in the morning on Extra 90.5. The best bits from a show I do on Classic Rock 107.9 weekday mornings. Plenty more still to come, babies. With my wife's cooking segment, Supper with Super. More from Mike Melnick in Chairman's Corner. And Megan P. Murphy has a few more things to tell you. But right now, a little number I call Jay's Joke of the Day, or... Jay's joke du jour for those who speak the language of love. Bob comes up to the Canadian border on his bicycle. He has two large bags over his shoulders. A guard stops him and asks, What's in the bags? Sand, answers Bob. The guard says, Oh really? Well, we'll see about that. Get off the bike. The guard takes the bags and rips them apart. He empties them out and finds nothing in them but sand. He detains Bob overnight and has the sand analyzed only to discover there is nothing but pure sand in the bags. The guard releases Bob, puts the sand into new bags, lifts them onto the man's shoulders and lets him cross the border. A week later the same thing happens. The guard asks, what have you got this time? Sand, says Bob. The guard does his thorough examination and discovers that the bags contain nothing but sand. He gives the sand back to Bob and Bob crosses the border on his bicycle into the States. This sequence of events repeats every day for three years, then one day Bob doesn't show up. By chance, the guard met up with Bob in a Toronto bar. Hey buddy, the guard says, I know you're smuggling something. It's driving me crazy. It's all I think about. I can't sleep. I need to know. Just between you and me, what are you smuggling? And Bob says, bicycles. Welcome back, babies, to the best of what I have to offer. I'm Jay Sharp. You know, I was thinking, if I had a kid, I would name them Sesame. Boy or girl, Sesame. That way, if they were fussy and didn't want to eat, I would take a spoonful of food and say, open Sesame. I would tell them we named a seed, a hamburger bun, and bagel after them. Their friends would ask for directions to the house by saying, can you tell me how to get to Sesame Street? It's probably best that I don't have kids. Public humiliations. 
with Megan P. Murphy. You know how doing our job is you have to get up at kind of ungodly hours and then you get really tired around mid-morning. You've peaked and the rest of your day is downhill, right? Yeah. So a couple of years ago, I was doing the morning show. I was exhausted. I was getting up, you know, 3.30 in the morning, blah, blah, blah. We do the show and I had to take my car for an oil change. So I went to a little spot in Peterborough at the corner of um, Lansdowne and Spillsbury. So a busy intersection, right? And I take my car in and I said to the guy, it's going to be like 40 minutes or something. And I said, I'm just going to go out there to the grass and I'm going to lie down and I'm going to fall asleep. So when my car is done, can you wake me up? And he said, are you serious? You're actually going to go lie over there? I'm like, oh, oh, I am serious. I'm going to go. I'm going to sleep. Just wake me up when my car's done. So I went to like the little patch of grass that was all nice and green between the sidewalk and the road. And I put my head down on a coat and I just was out cold, like dead asleep to the world. Yeah. A little while goes by and I feel this little shaking on my shoulder and I wake up like <laughs> cars are going by. There's dirt flying in my face. Nothing. I am so sleepy. And a little someone wakes me up and it is a woman who is um, standing over me with $5 and she says, sweetheart, get yourself something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not homeless. And she was, it's okay, honey, get yourself something to eat. <laughs> she still didn't believe you. Not you don't have to admit anything, sweetheart. Just take the $5. So I took it. Chairman's Corner, we're talking to the man we call the chairman. Chairman's Corner, we're talking to the man. Mike Melnick. You know what I think I'm going through right now? I just don't want to have any commitments anymore. It's right. It's weird. Like when you text me this no to anything. When you text me this morning, it was like, oh, I forgot about that. And I was I was really just waking up when you text, and I thought, now I got to get dressed and get showered, and I have to do this. And I'm thinking, why am I making a big deal of this? It's going down to the studio. It's nothing huge, but it's weird how everything is becoming a big deal now. Now that you're retired. No, just that I don't have to be at a certain place at a certain yeah. time every day anymore. And you get spoiled with that. Did you find that when you were off for a year, Jay? Totally found that, yeah. It was great to just do whatever I wanted to do. Yeah, and when somebody asks you to do the most menial thing, it's like, really? Seriously? I've got to do that now? Yeah. Whereas before, when you're so busy, it's like, yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll do that while I'm doing something else. Or it's whatever. true. I'm way more productive when I'm busy. Yeah. Well, they say if you want something done, ask a busy person to do it, right? Yeah, it's true. But I get that even working from home that I'm like, oh, man, I got to go out and shower. I love going out, but that's going to take so much more effort. Sorry, have you showered yet this morning, Mick? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have not done that. Which is really? why we're doing this interview by Skype. <laughs> <laughs> so what time of morning do you shower normally? Uh, when I'm working on yeah. the radio? I never shower in the morning when I'm working. Well, I don't think the listeners want to know that. <laughs> I'm not on television, and nor am I in a room with anyone else, so I don't mind my own stench. I'm good with it. Let's me know I'm still alive and kicking. It's funny. I don't think of women having a stink. I don't actually really stink, and I've told Jay this, and he half believes me, but I don't really sweat. I'm sort of always cold. I sweat after I've been working out, but mm -hmm. even then, it doesn't even stink bad. Well, that's what you think. That's true, it is. But I've made him smell me, and I don't smell that bad, right? No, but you've said before that uh, there have been times where you've been, weren't you at a funeral, and you noticed when you were hugging people, when you pulled away, you smelled <laughs> I an... I didn't notice that. You thought, I think I was at that funeral. 
<laughs> I think you were, and I yes. noticed. Uh-oh. Yeah. You at first pulled away from the person and thought, ooh, I smell B.O. That's gruesome. And then you hugged the next person and thought, what a coincidence. They've got B.O. too. <laughs> and then it was the 10th person who smelled like boiled onions. You realized, no, that's coming from me. And I've left that essence on 10 people. It was just the smell of sorrow. And I was passing it around. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you ask yeah. your sister though when she had to bury yeah no i made her get her little tiny she's shorter than me she's a bit of a hobbit so i made her put her face in my armpit and she was like no that's you it's totally you <laughs> i did the same thing to mike when i said does my crotch stink <laughs> and according to mike melnick the answer was yes the best of Jay Sharp in the morning continues on Extra 90.5 with my wife Sue and her cooking segment, Supper with Super. Supper with Super time, that's what it is. It's Supper with Super time. Sue speaking, can I help you? Yes, indeedly, doodly do, you can. Thank you, Sue. My name is Jay Sharp, and I'd like to talk to you. Time for Supper with Super, and today we'd like you to tell us how to make Sue's bland bits and shits. <laughs> Sue makes homemade bits and bites. It has very little flavor. can't exactly remember the recipe for bits and bites, but you combine shreddies, Cheerios, cheese-flavored goldfish, peanuts, life cereal, pretzels, and I found this um, bag of Hostess potato rings. I think you can even add, like, corn chips and stuff, but I think you do about a cup of, of all of that, and then you melt butter with seasoning salt and garlic and onion powder, and you combine the butter with the spices, and then you spread it over your cereal mix and put it in the oven in a roasting pan and roast it at a low heat. It just kind of crisps everything up and the seasoning just adheres to the cereal and you just keep stirring it until it's nice and crispy. Let uh, it cool and eat it. But for some reason you were disappointed in this year's batch. You whipped it up a couple of months ago. It was a holiday treat. And uh, what happened? How did it all go so horribly wrong in Sue's Kitchen? I think maybe I had too many dry ingredients compared to the seasoning. So I've heard that, you know, adding even more butter to it and seasoning is better. Yeah, I don't know how many times I've had to tell you when you're, especially when you're cooking for me, if I don't have a coronary by the time I'm done, you've done something wrong. <laughs> I want to finish a handful of bits and bites, then grab my ample left bosom and pitch to the floor face first. <laughs> and then you know you've made something good. I know, I know. It hasn't happened yet. Keep no. trying, though. I keep fishing for some mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation. You don't fall for it. No. Never no. once. I'm a trained first aider. I know. You're pretty good at it, I've heard. I've heard you've resuscitated about 90% of the men in Peterborough. Oh, the, yeah. Mainly on weekends around the bars. You're always, always showing off your first aid skills on the dance floor. <laughs> I know. A little bit of Heimlich. Yes, your hind lick maneuver is quite okay. impressive. What? Up next is a piece of audio I recorded earlier this week at McDonald's in Port Hope with my good friend Savvy. Sean Savoy, for those not familiar with his nickname. You may have heard earlier this week it was McHappy Day. 
We're in the back part of McDonald's, right in the thick of it, right in the center, the heart of McDonald's Port Hope. I'm hanging with Savvy. It's McHappy Day. Savvy, how's it going? Give us a little uh, idea of what's up with you. Jay, I don't know. I don't really have much time to talk. I'm extremely busy right now. I'm making sausage egg McMuffins. I'm making wraps. I'm making everything. I mean, this is this has got to be the busiest place I've ever seen. It's nuts in here. It is crazy, but I have to say, Savvy, uh, despite the fact that you're profusely sweating and your hands are shaking and your breath is just foul from terror, uh, you are quite adept at making uh, the McDonald's breakfast fair. How do you do it? Did you get good training? I think I've just I've eaten at McDonald's enough times to to know I know what I want I know how I like my sausage egg McMuffin so I think that I can put it out there and I can give the people the sausage egg McMuffin that I know they want that, that they've come to expect from McDonald's although I'm still I'm really nervous though I'm like look at I'm shaking like a chihuahua you are <laughs> you are shaking uh, before we get to that who do we have here now uh, can we get your name please ma'am Morgan. Morgan, uh, what do you think of, uh, well, first of all, Morgan, you work here at McDonald's. What's your role here? I'm a swing manager here. How long have you been at McDonald's in Port Hope? Four years. How would you say Savvy is doing here today on the uh, breakfast sandwich station? Well, given his current rap job there, he's doing pretty well. (laughs) I couldn't help but notice you started to laugh at him, though, when he handed it off. Was there something wrong with that? It might have been inside out, but, you know, who cares? So, Savvy, uh, just uh, before we wrap this up here, uh, can you tell us how you feel on McHappy Day? I, I feel great. I'm, I'm, I'm very McHappy right now. I'm having a good time. I'm really kind of nervous, though. It's like, I'm shaking. I'm like a chihuahua. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying that line. <laughs> it makes sense that you say that, Savvy, because I can see your short, thin tail. 